On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, Brain Changer. I'd like to start our quick dive into Psalm 32 by a quote from McLaren's exposition that really snags the overarching themes. He says this, quote, This psalm, which has given healing to a many a wounded conscience, comes from the depths of a conscience which itself has been wounded and healed. One must be very dull of hearing not to feel how it throbs with emotion and is in fact a gush of rapture from a heart experiencing in its freshness the new joy of forgiveness. Whoever wrote it, he sings because he must." Presumably, the psalm was written by King David and would certainly fit his life and his history. Sometimes when I study the Bible, I like to note certain key words like antonyms and synonyms or names for God in a particular passage. I pay careful attention to the verbs because they move the story along and they're the grammatical powerhouses, so to speak. Sometimes I look for command forms or the imperatives, the do this and the don't do that messages. Well, in this psalm, I made a list of all the negative and positive words sprinkled throughout. And as I read them to you, I think you'll quickly understand what McLaren was talking about. The going from one extreme to the other, from the depth of a wounded conscience to the gush of rapture from a heart experiencing forgiveness. Do you, dear brain changer, know that forgiveness? Have you received it? Well, We know how powerful our words are, and I think you'll notice the different feeling you get when I read each list. The negative list might cause intent focus and seriousness in your mind. You may even feel your emotions sink a bit or flatline, whereas the positive words may cause your soul to delight and take flight and feel ever so grateful. Okay, so here's the otherwise negative words. Here they are and the expressions as well as some of their implications. Transgression, wrongdoing, rebellion, sin, crime, offense, grievance, iniquity, perversity, depravity, guilt, wickedness, criminality, moral wrongdoing, ungodly, sorrows, deceit, bones and body wasting away, heavy hand upon me, groaning, weak in spirit. Oof, what a list. But here we go with the positive ones. Forgiven, covered, blessed, acknowledged, confessed, hidden, preserved, delivered, instructed, guided by mercy, trusting, surrounded by goodness. Can you feel the difference? Boy, I can. Are you at a place in your life where you need God's amazing grace, his love and forgiveness? Have you done something that continues to plague you or rack your soul with guilt and sorrow? Are you wrapped up in addiction or do you feel yourself tripping up over the same issue again and again? 
If not now, there will be a point where you'll bend the knee to God, all right, your creator and the lover of your soul, and he will positively flood you with mercy and the sweetest degree of forgiveness you may have ever experienced in your lifetime. There is one line in the chapter that speaks of horses, and I'm talking about animals now, so you may hear Rico go haywire over here. Rico, are you trying to say hello to everyone? Yeah, I know you love the horses, Rico. He loves the horses. You know, I live in Midway in Kentucky. And of course, Lexington is the horse capital of the world. And I'm always interested in some of the Bible verses that mention horses. Verse 9 of this psalm says that we should not be like the horse that will not come to you unless you put a bit in its mouth and a bridle to steer it. So do you get that? The presumption here is that we too are to be like children, but children who love and adore God, children who are not forced to trust and be guided by our Heavenly Father, but who come under his reign, so to speak, willingly with love and adoration. In other words, it's from our soul's desire that we obey. It's not from some sort of obligation. We come to God humbly and at all times. And get this, especially when we sin. But yet I found sometimes that's the hardest time to actually go to God. And it's quite unfortunate because, you know, we don't go to him because we feel so bad and we're guilty and we're ashamed. And we tend to want to run away. But God is there. He doesn't change. And his love is just waiting for us. But he does expect us to make a move toward him at some at some times. I've experienced seasons of my life where I actually ran from God because I was sinning. And you've probably heard that sin separates us from God. Have you heard that? Rico's not going to stop, but that's okay. I love Rico. I love that he wants to bark and he's a part of my show. And he's my blog mascot. Have you been to the blog recently, by the way? <laughs> All right, well. Have you ever sinned to the point where you stopped praying? You stopped reading your Bible? You stopped listening to praise and worship music? You may have even stopped going to church, those sorts of things. Yeah, it's a horrible place to be. We miss the communion, the authenticity, the dependency upon our God. And we lose sight of the great love of Jesus and the extent that he went to actually prove it to us and to humankind. Unwittingly, we stop turning to God because we feel so guilty. But frankly, turning to God is the very thing we need to do in order to be made right again and to come out from under that horrible dark cloud. Well, this psalm speaks of floodwaters. Maybe you feel like an avalanche is occurring in your life and you're overwhelmed by sin and grief and guilt and remorse. But, you know, if there's a quick remedy, maybe it's just time to pray to God. The instructions in the Psalms are so clear. And they say you only need to do two things, really. Acknowledge your sin before God and confess your wrongdoings to the Lord. And if you do this from sincerity of your heart, God and you will know it. Songs of deliverance and goodness will immediately surround you like a cleansing flood and then will wrap you and keep you snug like a huge comforter or a warm blanket. At least that's the way it's been in my life. When I come back in under submission to God, there's no place I'd rather be. And then I'm often amazed at how I ever walked away. 
in my life or how I ever turned my back on God or got so angry with him that I just said, "Mm, I'm done with you, those sorts of things. Because it's a risky place to be and it's a lonely place. And and I don't, I always think I'll never go back there. And that's what I want to play pray about and and step into as I grow in maturity and wisdom in the Lord I'm hopeful that I'll I'll learn from the lessons of my past and then you know once you make the turn and once you engage in that pivoting then you will move forward knowing that God will instruct you teach you and advise you on this new path isn't this exciting I think so Well, let's listen to this heartfelt and emotionally filled psalm now. And when I catch you on the other side, we'll go through the seven steps of mind renewal. Because, you know, when you come back to God after a season of sin or and you you really your heart's full of repentance and you desire to be with God again and to do things his way, the Christian style, so to speak. Sometimes we still have all those icky thoughts that to deal with and contend with. And, and we're like, oh, why did I do that? How did I do that? And what was going on with, with me then? And we have to deal with those thoughts because when we walk in complete forgiveness that the Lord has given us, we have to also learn to forgive ourselves. And a part of forgiving ourselves is letting go of those toxic memories other than the beautiful benefit that they give to us to help us learn things in our life. Other than that, they're not much good. God even says he casts all of those into the sea, all of those, uh, our sins, he remembers no more. So anyway, let's listen. Psalm 32, the NASB version. How blessed is he whose wrongdoing is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is a person whose guilt the Lord does not take into account, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality failed as with the dry heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my guilt. I said, I will confess my wrongdoings to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you in a time when you may be found, certainly in a flood of great waters, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You keep me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will advise you with my eye upon you. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, whose trappings include bit and bridle to hold them in check. Otherwise, they will not come near to you. The sorrows of the wicked are many, but the one who trusts in the Lord, goodness will surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. And this is the word of the Lord. You can- 
can put my seven-step process or signature method into play when you find yourself reliving guilt-ridden memories or ruminating on past events for which you've already been, been forgiven. Okay, here's step one, and they all begin with the letter R. Recognize what you're thinking about, especially if you're caught in icky negative thought loops about something you did or said for which later you repented. So you got to recognize them in order to take them captive. Number two, resist or reject the lies, those self-limiting thoughts or those enemy darts. Yeah, the enemy's going to have a hay ground with your mind if you're not careful. So you want to be on the lookout again for anything that's just not true. And you want to resist or reject those thoughts. Number three, replace with God's truth and hope-filled one-liners like, my sins are forgiven and forgotten. And in other words, when you have the toxic thought, you you say, nope, delete. I'm going to delete that thought and I'm going to paste in this truth-filled thought. I call them truth leads. And they can even be a one-liner like, mm, my sins are forgiven and forgotten. Or how about this one? My mistakes are thrown into the sea. Or how about this? I'm a work in progress, learning as I go. And those kinds of life-giving thoughts will that serve as a replacement to the toxic ones and also lead you in a new and healthier emotional direction. Number four, repeat this process daily. And if you repeat it, and it could take quite a few days, depending on how pesky those thoughts are for you, then if you do repeat it several months even, you will experience step number five or, you know, the fifth what happens in this process is a renewed mind. And I promise you, if you do repeat this method by de-energizing the toxic thoughts and energizing the truth-filled ones, you will be transformed by means of this type of mind renewal. And number six, rely on God every step of the way. I know it seems like you've got to do a lot in all of this, but you are responsible for your own thoughts and you are responsible for taking those thoughts captive and you are responsible for the transformation. Those are commands that God gives us in his word. He says, be renewed, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Take every thought captive. So we have some responsibility on all of this, but that doesn't mean we have to do it alone. We can rely on God and we can trust that he will be exactly who we need him to be. He will show up and, and help in exactly the right ways at the right time. We have a spirit in us to guide us. And finally, step seven is to rest. We enjoy this freedom and the space that we've been given to simply be, to do life with joy and purpose, and to step into our God-given calling. I have an infographic illustrating the first five steps, and you're welcome to snag your free download. I'll put the link in the show notes. Also, if you find that you would like additional guidance with this entire process, I'm here for you. As a certified Christian life coach, I have space right now for two to three clients this fall. Why not jump on a thought strategy session? It's free and it's 60 minutes long. We'll chat for an hour and it's always a good place to start and to see if we're good fits for each other. You can find the brief sign up form in the show notes as well. And sometimes I do themed t-shirts for each podcast episode. And the one for today is going to be, I choose forgiveness. And maybe this means that you're choosing forgiveness and restoration that you need, that you desire between you and God. And you want this shirt to be a reminder as you put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to choose forgiveness. I've been forgiven so much, which means I can love so much. God says that. I love that verse. He who has been forgiven much, loves much, something like that. 
And so it's a good reminder every day to even to love and to love others. But it also may mean that you may think of someone that you need to forgive in your life. Perhaps there's someone to whom you can extend forgiveness. In other words, you end up paying the debt essentially for whatever wrong they've done. You pay it and then you just move on after that, just like Jesus paid it for us. And, but in either case, choosing to forgive ourselves and others daily is a critical mindset. Why not feel empowered every day? Wear it like you mean it. That's my little tagline. I love that tagline on my t-shirts. Feel empowered today and wear it like you mean it. Whatever that empowerment theme is. And finally, another way you can support is by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, rating and writing a review. Even just one sentence makes a huge difference because it really helps us to keep these inspirational messages going. And did you know that we have a YouTube channel? Please check us out and subscribe there. Leave us a comment or two. We'd we'd love that. We're trying to really work hard. My virtual assistant and I, Deborah, have been working so hard on our YouTube channel and we're trying to get the right titles and get the really nice thumbnails and just to arrange the channel in a way that's easy for folks to to see and and to understand what it is that we do there. There are several different playlists or sections on the channel. Some of them are all these promo clips that we put out every week, just highlighting the actual each of the podcast episodes because we air on Mondays and Thursdays now. And some of them are actually full length videos of my guests because I've gone to videotaping now and I want to make sure that some of you might enjoy the videos, watching those, and those are tend to be unedited, start to finish. It's like, here you go. This is what happened that day with my interview. The podcast episodes are edited, but the video episodes I tend to just put up there for you to see kind of raw, unedited, real life going on as I chat with my guests. So um, you'll see those there as well as some highlight reels. I'm also endorsing some products that are really good for your brain. That's another section that's coming up. And I also would love to promote those products and be using my Amazon affiliate link for those. So if you actually think, yeah, I might like to buy that nutritional yeast or popcorn or whatever it might be using the link that would help us to continue with our ministry. And of course, you can also we would appreciate your donation. You could donate to the show. There's a listener support tab on Anchor. And then you can always reach out to me if you would like to be a corporate sponsor to the show. And you can email me at choose to think at gmail.com. And absolutely, would we would appreciate your prayer support and just thoughts and feedback that you may be able to offer us. It means the world to us. So thank you for this journey that you've been on with us. And God bless you. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.